What is going on, you guys, and welcome back for episode three already of the Know Your Worth podcast. Super excited to be on this one today. Um, this is a subject that's very near and dear to my heart, I guess you could say. It's something that's very personal, and I've talked about it a good amount of times um, through my TikTok videos, so I want to touch on it more. I feel like a lot of people relate to it, and they kind of feel like they're an outcast now just based on society and the way that we live our lives. So I want to help people in any way that I can and understand where at least I'm coming from and maybe it will resonate with you. And today's topic is going to be essentially, you know, doing drugs, doing um, partying, drinking alcohol, excuse me. And one of the main things that I want to touch on on top of that is dating in 2020 and where I'm coming from with my perspective of why I've been single and why I'm currently single. And so to dive right into it, I just want to touch really quickly on basically just stating everyone has their own opinions on this stuff. And that doesn't mean that one person's right, one person's wrong. And when I say something, I'm not trying to put anyone down and say, my way's better, your way sucks. That's not the intention of my videos at all. It's just for me to share my perspective. Hopefully someone can take something from that. And, you know, if I can resonate my message with 10 people and those people feel more secure about their situation now, that's what's important to me. And so don't think when I post videos it's to bring anyone down or say, you know, your ideologies don't matter or they don't count. No, it's not it at all. Um, and I want people to understand that. And I know, you know, a lot of things on TikTok can come across as aggressive. But unfortunately, sometimes that's the way you have to get attention. And um, so I just wanted to put that out there in the beginning so that everyone knows that. That I, my intention in any of these videos is not to bring anyone down or hurt anyone. So with that being stated, I just want to touch really quickly on um, drugs, alcohol, partying, anything of that nature, and kind of give you guys a perspective of where I'm coming from, and I think it will it will give you perspective on where other people come from as well. So just to give you guys a little background, um, my childhood, I was brought up around uh, a lot of people in my family who were alcoholics, a lot of people who were drug addicts, so I was exposed to it very early, and I think for me, it gave me this idea that you know, I knew I had an addictive personality. Anything that I do that I have passion for, I'm going to like triple down on it and I'm going to go really hard on it. So I knew at a very young age, was fortunate enough to know that if I started doing drugs or I started drinking or I started partying, it was going to become a habit and I was going to form around it and I was going to do it a lot to the point where it was going to, it was going to put a hinder on my life and I didn't want that. So my easiest solution for it was just to avoid it. And, you know, that comes across differently for a lot of people. It comes across as, oh, you're a bitch. It comes across as you're not any fun, you know, and people can have their perspectives. Again, not putting it down, but you don't know me. You don't know my situations. You don't know what I've been through. And I think the way that I was brought up, it can really go both ways. You can go, oh, well, he's been exposed to drugs and alcohol. He's going to do them because it's what he's been around. Or you look around your peers and you say, okay, this is the situation that they're in. How can I learn from that? And how can I avoid the mistakes that they made? And that's what I tried to do. Not saying I'm perfect, not saying I haven't made any mistakes in my life. I make mistakes every single day. But for me as a young kid, I looked around my situation. I said, I do not want that. You know, my uncle was, uh, he was a drug addict in and out of jail. And I loved him. He's like my brother. He's since passed away because he overdosed on heroin. And I only share that with you guys because I want you to understand where I'm coming from when I say these things because a lot of people have a similar situation and they don't want to talk about it. So I'm just trying to give you a perspective and understand that you should not judge people if they choose not to party or drink or do alcohol um, or do alcohol, do drugs, excuse me. Um, 
so that's kind of my perspective. He was like my brother. And, you know, when I was 15, I got news from my mom that he overdosed on heroin. And he'd struggled with depression. He'd struggled with a lot of mental problems. And unfortunately, he had struggled with drugs his entire life. He didn't mean to overdose. He um, had a batch of heroin that was laced. And it killed him. And for me, it scared the shit out of me when I was 15. I said, you know what? I'm not doing drugs ever. Um, to this day, I haven't smoked weed. I haven't vaped. I haven't done anything. And it's not because I'm a bitch. It's not because, you know, I'm not any fun. It's because I've seen what it does to people. And to touch a little further into depth on this, um, I know a lot of people in my life since then that I've been friends with. And I, I try to tell them because I was raised around this stuff. I was raised around a lot of people that do drugs. And I just know the habits that are formed and kind of the routines that they get into. And I try and tell people constantly, whether you believe it or not, there are gateway drugs. And for many, many people, that starts with smoking pot. And, you know, people will say, oh, well, I don't smoke pot for those reasons. That's good. If you have the control, then by all means, smoke pot. But if you don't and you know that you're going to get bored of it and you're going to want more, most people have that personality, right? Then be careful. And I've tried to help people in that situation that I'm close to because they weren't raised around it. They don't listen to me. And then, you know, later down the road, they're doing Molly. Um, they're <laughs> doing cocaine. They're doing whatever it may be um, because they just don't know. They weren't brought up around it. And again, that's okay. Those people need to go through those experiences to learn. Everyone has those processes throughout their life, and that's okay. But um, so just to give you guys a little background of where I come from, it's not for me to put anyone down saying if you do drugs, you um, or you drink or you party, you're lesser than me. No, not at all. I just know what I want out of my life, and it doesn't involve those things. And to touch more on the partying part, the reason that I don't like to party, um, for one, because I don't like to drink or do drugs. It's a big part of partying. But two, I like to be around people that I'm close with and I'm in a tight-knit circle. I don't like to be around a bunch of fake-ass people. And unfortunately, at a party, that's most of the scene. Unless you go with a big group of friends, that can be fun. I've done it before. It's not bad. But even still, you're around a lot of people that don't care about you, don't have your best interest at heart. So let's say you overdose on drugs. Those people are going to run because they're scared they're going to leave you to die. Happens all the time. People are cowardly. They're young. They're stupid. They make mistakes. It's okay, but it's just part of life. So you need to take it as you will. And just be careful with your situations. So for me, that's the biggest reason why I don't like to party. Um, to piggyback off of that is also because, like I said, I have my goals in life. I know what I want, and it doesn't involve those things. Um, for me, you know, I want to take care of money as soon as I possibly can so that I can raise my family the way I want to. I can travel the world. I can have whatever dogs I want to have. I can be with my wife. You know, I can do the fun things that I want to do when I want to do them. So if I can get money out of the way now, I don't have to worry about that the rest of my life. And I don't have to, you know, work my life to pay the bills. That's not how I want to live my life. Um, and it's not the way anyone should live their life. There's so many opportunities nowadays, and so many ways to make money that you should be able to figure out something where you can at least have a side income, you can have passive income coming in every single month to take care of your bills, something to give you some freedom. And I've understood that from a very young age, and I just want to get that out of the way as soon as possible. So for me, focusing on that instead of focusing on partying and doing a bunch of other stuff that's going to waste my time, that's worth it to me. And I know I'm going to reap the rewards from that. And as much as it may you seem like it's stupid now, it's not fun, you know, you need to live your life at 20s, like, I don't believe in that stuff. And I think you still need to have fun. I'm someone that likes to have fun every single day. I always have a smile on my face. I'm trying to be interactive with people. I like to say hi. I like to do fun things and smile and laugh and giggle. But for me, the form of that just is not drinking, doing drugs, or partying. Um, so I think that's enough on that subject. <laughs> I think people understand where I'm coming from now. 
but just to um just to reiterate my point about that is if someone in your school let's just say in high school junior high a college even or even if you're out of college and you're just living your daily life if someone tells you oh i don't want to drink or i don't want to do drugs do not force them into that because then you're in it like it's just it's just bad just simply put if someone says that they probably have a reason for it and they're not telling you so don't try and force it on them to go and drink or go and party or go and smoke don't do that you're just causing a deeper problem if they say they don't want to respect it understand where they're coming from sick okay if you ever want to just let me know we can go that's all you got to say and they'll respect that a ton more it won't put any pressure on them so don't beat people down because they don't want to do those things it's disrespectful um, moving on to, um, me personally, and then I'm kind of just going to talk about in general, um, dating in 2020. So for me personally, I stated in a video that the reason currently I'm not in a relationship is because I think it's very hard to find a girl or guy for the opposite sex in 2020. If you're a mature person that has the same goals as you, that has the same ideologies, that wants the same things out of life as you do. Just because in 2020, unfortunately, there's so much, uh, there's so many societal standards that I don't agree with. And I think a lot of people that are mature beyond their years don't agree with. And, you know, it sucks because I have met some really cool girls that I do like a lot. But unfortunately, their idea of fun, their idea of um, having a good time, their goals right now are partying or drinking or doing drugs or staying up until four or five in the morning doing whatever. And that's just not me. As I stated, I want someone that knows what they want out of life. They've got their goals. And if they want to have fun again, I'm all down for it. I'm a fun person. Um, but just not for those reasons, partying, drinking, and smoking, like that's not the stuff I want to do. And again, it's not to put anyone down. A lot of people come around once they get out of college and they have their fun and they have their experiences and they grow up. That's great. I'm just not willing to wait for that. Um, I'm only 21. A lot of people, it takes them, you know, till they're 25, 26, 27 to get out of that phase. I'm not going to wait six years or seven years for that. I'm sorry. Um, there's plenty of people that are mature enough in today's day and age that I can find. And I will attract those people in my life. And I feel like to this point, I have attracted people like that in my life. And, you know, um... I always state, you're going to get out of life what you feel you deserve. I feel like I deserve a woman of that nature. So I will attract her in my life. And I feel like currently, you know, I'm talking to someone. I feel like she's very cool. I don't know her well enough yet to say that she is that person. But I'm really hoping that she is. We get along very well. Things are fun. And I'm not going to touch on that anymore. She knows who she is. Um, so, yeah, that's my viewpoint on why I personally am single. Um, it is by choice. And... Yeah, I hope that doesn't hurt anyone's feelings. You know, it's just, again, it's my perspective. I feel like a lot of people can resonate with that. I know a lot of people have reached out to me and said, I feel the same way. A lot of people have been judgmental about it and said, oh, you're an asshole. And you don't understand where people are coming from. You don't have any fun. I'm like, look, man, I have my perspective. You can agree with it or not agree with it. I could care less, to be honest with you. Um, it's just what I believe. You know, this is my channel. This is my podcast. And I don't say that arrogantly. I just say it because a lot of people have resonated with my message and they want to hear what I have to say. That's who I'm putting content out for. And I'm putting content out there for people as well who maybe don't know what they want yet. And maybe if they hear what I have to say, they're going to be like, oh, I realize more now that's what I want than the other side of things. That's awesome. That's why I post content at this point. 
So I love that. I love when people reach out to me and say, you know, I didn't really realize what I wanted until I listened to your podcast or your TikToks, and now I do. So thank you for that. That's awesome. I love it. Um, so yeah, that's my perspective on dating for me personally in 2020. And so now I'm going to go kind of to the other side, talk about, you know, women's perspective in 2020. And then we're going to kind of bring it all together and conclude it and break down kind of maybe what the problems are, how we can fix them. Um as a whole, not just a man, not just a woman, but everyone. And so I think from women's perspective, let's dive into that is unfortunately, um, I, well, not unfortunately, fortunately enough, I'm, you know, lucky to be close with a lot of women in my life. I have a lot of female friends. Um, I'm very close with a lot of the women in my family and I grew up around them. So I have a very good perspective on where women are coming from when it comes to dating, um, you know, the way that guys operate in 2020 and even for the past 10 years, it's, it hasn't changed too much. And I think where they're coming from is they feel like all men are here to manipulate and all men are here to be players. No one's loyal. No one has any chivalry anymore. No one's a gentleman. And you know what? I can't disagree with them. I grow up, <laughs> I still do. And I grew up around a bunch of guys that are immature. They play women. They don't understand how women operate. They don't understand how a man should treat a woman. They don't understand, you know, the effect that a lot of the things they do have on a woman emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, and the effect that it has on them as well. I've been around a lot of people that, you know, they have played women or they've slept around like crazy. And, you know, what it gets to a point where they're like, I don't want that anymore. I realize the damage I'm doing to them and myself. It's painful. I wish I hadn't have done it. And now they want to settle down. So again, people go through their processes, 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 and that's okay. You know, it sucks because you're going to hurt people in the process of you learning your process, but it's better you learn it <laughs> at some point than never. So um, I think that's where a lot of women are coming from. And like I said, I can't disagree because I see it all the time, men mistreating women, um, playing girls, cheating being confusing and that's the thing that drives me so crazy nowadays is like a lot of the guys are just out here to get ass I'll be honest with you they just want to sleep around and forget about a girl they don't care about you emotionally I'll just be straight up with you they really don't they want to sleep with you they want to move on meet the next girl sleep with her move on meet the next girl it's just a pattern and it boosts their ego and it becomes a lot of competition for guys it's unfortunate but it's true and that is why I've posted so much content on how to treat a woman because I don't believe in that stuff. I don't think that's any way to live your life. I don't think it's any way to treat another human, let alone a woman. And women do the same thing. You guys are just as guilty. You sleep around, which is, again, it's okay. I'm not judging you. You go and sleep around. Um, you mistreat men. You play games. It's confusing. That stuff messes with the guy's head more than you understand. So it's not just men. It's not just women. It's a collective thing. Um and it's unfortunate because diving deeper into this societal thing, it's just kind of the way society is right now. And I think a lot of that is due to social media. A lot of the stuff we see on TV are reality, quote unquote, TV shows. And people just think that that's normal. And it's not normal. The way that we're expected to treat people in 2020, it's not okay. It's really not. I look at it on a day to day basis. Even the people that I try and talk to in a daily life when I'm out at the gas station, I say hello. They just shake their head or they think that you're weird because you talk to them. That's not good. It is so unnatural for us as humans to be cooped up and not talk to people or not interact with people out in public. And it's just become the norm is to avoid people 
and put your head down and have your headphones in and don't interact with people and don't be kind. Don't say thank you. Don't say please. That stuff's not normal. I'm just telling you now and it's going to get worse and worse and worse and worse. And so I feel like a lot of the relationship stuff really does stem from people just not knowing how, how, how to treat each other. Like simply put, just the basic stuff, having human decency and courtesy for people's feelings and emotions. And so that's my perspective on why women are so upset. And I understand 100% where they're coming from. Now talking about what guys are upset, I feel like, and I've touched on this before, a lot of guys get upset because they feel like they do try and be a gentleman at first, or they try and be caring, they try and show emotions, and the first girl they with plays them. They, they just flat out play them, and they get damaged. Or maybe they don't play them, and you know, they just didn't have the same feelings, so they break their heart, and that's really hard for a guy. Because as I've stated, they don't know how to deal with that emotionally, so their reaction is just, oh, well, fuck them. And, you know... I'm just going to treat every girl the way they treated me. And that's just not fair. I've talked about it a lot on this podcast. It's not fair. It's not right. But it's our reality. And so you need to deal with it and find a solution for it. And I think the biggest solution for men is being more emotionally intact with themselves and understanding the way that women operate, the way that a man should express his emotions, how to get it out, how to deal with their process. Oh my gosh, that's such a hard word for me processes so that they can move past those situations and understand that not every single woman's the same and not every woman is there to hurt you and play you and play games and I think that really starts with getting to know yourself better and tapping into your emotions which for most guys is just seen as bitchy or you know not cool not manly and it's really the most manly thing that you can do and a real woman will appreciate that 100% So, yeah, that's where I feel like guys come from with it. And, again, not every guy's that way. There are tons of gentlemen out there in this world. It's just kind of a dime a dozen at this point, especially in 2020. So it's harder and harder to come by. But collectively, what I think, you know, from my eyes, the solution is to all this is people taking a step back and going, okay, this is what I've done in the past. How has it affected me personally? How has it affected the people around me and where can I change? And I think if you can really break that down and pinpoint where you made your mistakes, how you hurt people, how you continue to hurt people, how you can help yourself so that you can deal with these things moving forward, that is going to be the ultimate solution. But that means that every single person needs to take accountability for the things that they've done in their life. And even if you did screw up, that's okay. That's part of becoming a human, right? We're all on this planet to learn. No one has the answers for everything. If they did, we'd all be perfect. They just don't. It doesn't exist. You've got to go through your process, learn who you are, and learn how to be the best version of yourself. And that just takes time. But again, you've got to humble yourself, and you need to be willing to accept the shit that you've done in your life. And again, like, like I said, no one's perfect. Everyone messes up. Just learn from your mistakes. And be willing to accept where you need to improve. And if every single person did that, I think everyone would have more perspective on how we should treat each other as humans, as a human race in general. Not just man, not just woman, not just dating, just people in society, day to day, when you go and you walk outside. So that is ultimately what I think the solution is. Is that going to happen? Absolutely not. Not now, not in the next 10 years, not in the next 20 years. Um, It's going to take who knows how long, if ever, And that's what scares me the most is I feel like we're going down this very, very dark, unhealthy path 
And unfortunately, during this whole COVID situation, it's gotten worse because people are just stuck at home. All they're doing is scrolling through social media. So they're getting this this unrealistic, even more reality um, stuck in their head and they're feeding off of it. And I'm so worried for the kids that are going to be brought up in 2027, 2028, 2029. And they're going to be so prematurely exposed to the to all this shit. And, you know, who knows what our situation is going to be like with COVID at that point and, you know, what our reality is based on all the events that have taken place. But I just pray and hope that they're able to be brought up in a situation where they're not corrupted by society and they're not corrupted by social media. They're not corrupted by mainstream media. Just just all the toxicity. It scares me. It really, really does. And it makes me almost not want to have children Um, or just move to the middle of nowhere, which is kind of my plan A right now. And so that's that's my worry. That's my concern. And it's not just kids either. I worry for people that, you know, millennials right now, kids that are, I don't even know what they consider millennials technically, but I guess kids right now, currently in 2020, that are 14 and 15, growing up in the next five years, where they're going to be at as 20 and 21 year olds, where they're going to be at in college, how they're going to treat each other, what's going to be the norms at that point, you know, what's going to be the fads in society. It just, it's nerve wracking to think about. And I just worry. So I think it's important for everyone that listens to this podcast, for anyone that watches my videos, other people that have similar thoughts as me on TikTok, people that are just trying to be positive in general, God bless them, that you listen to what they have to say, because they were brought on this earth with a very different perspective, not meaning that they're any better than anyone else, but at least they're trying to spread positivity. So if you can take an ounce of that, spread that to someone, that person can spread it to someone, that's just the compound effect of you being positive. And that's how you're going to change the world. But like I said, it takes one person starting and then other people taking accountability. And I think we can do it. I really do. But it's not going to be easy. It's not going to be quick. And it's definitely going to take some changes in our societal norms for things to completely permanently change. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much going to conclude today's podcast. Um, This stuff, like I said, is very personal to me. It means a lot. And I just really hope and pray that in the next five years, we can make some big, big changes in our world and our society just to make things better in the way we treat each other as people. And just so everyone can be positive. It's so sad. I look around every single day and I see people that are so sad and negative and, you know, fuck this, fuck that. And it's just like, why? Why? You know, I know we all go through hard things in our life, but you need to really extract the small positive things because when you can start to appreciate those really small things, it's just, it's liberating. You're going to be so much more graceful and you're just going to have so much more perspective and you're going to be happy about pretty much everything and you're still going to go through shit, but you're going to be able to deal with it on such a better level than if you don't appreciate those little things and if you just put everyone down around you and if there's just no opportunity and there's no chance and everything's bad and you know, just feeding yourself those negative thoughts. It's called transformational vocabulary. If you haven't learned that, look it up. Tony Robbins talks about it a lot. You need to feed your mind some positive thoughts and subconsciously will start to believe those thoughts. So that is going to conclude today's episode. I appreciate you guys listening to it. Always remember to know your worth and try and help those around you. And don't forget to love yourself. Love you guys. Goodbye. What is going on, you guys? And welcome back for episode four episode four already. That's crazy. Um, I'm glad you guys are here. I'm glad you're on the Know Your Worth podcast. And I'm excited to get into this one. So today, mostly is going to be talking about communication and what that means. 
And we'll dive a little deeper into that. And then we're also going to go into like communication and relationship. And, you know, also outside of relationship, whether that just be human to human, like non-sexually. And then we'll kind of dive into a couple of the like subtopics. But just to lay the foundation for what I believe communication even means, I think that means being transparent, open and honest with someone. And, you know, that doesn't always feel good, but it really does take both parties being, you know, willing to cooperate because if you're not on the same page, that's just as bad as if, well, let's just say this, let's say one person is willing to communicate, the other isn't, right? The one person has great communication, the other person has terrible communication. That's just as bad as both parties not being able to communicate, in my opinion, because then the one person that is willing to communicate is going to be mind, excuse me, fucking themselves constantly and confused about what's going on with the other party. And it's just, it's confusing. It's mind games, essentially. So in my opinion, it takes both parties being willing to accept whatever the other, other person has to say, essentially, because, you know, when you're honest, sometimes that doesn't feel good, but it's what you need to hear most oftentimes. And if you're with someone that's mature, they're going to know that. And they're going to appreciate that. And they're going to know you're coming from a loving place, whether it hurt them or not. Does that mean that it's easy? Absolutely not. Um, any communication, if you're being honest and open, and it hurts, it's going to, it's not going to be easy, whether that be sexual or non-sexual. It's going to take time, but I feel like if you are honest like that, it's going to build you guys up, um, especially as time goes on. So for me, that's basically what communication means. Now, where I think it goes bad, especially in today's day and age, is the fact that now we have all these rules of social media and all this toxic info being put out on, you know, TikTok, Instagram, whatever it may be. And it's so bad. I look at it all the time and I'm like, this is so toxic and negative and this is teaching people to play mind games, which is why people get so frustrated nowadays with relationships, men, women and just verbal communication in general, or nonverbal. It really doesn't matter, to be honest with you. It's all pretty bad in today's day and age. But for me, at least, what I'm seeing is, like I said, all this content's being put out, and they think that it's communication, but really most of it's through, like, social media, how to gain leverage, how to be in control, how to be, you know, the the basically manipulator in the relationship, which the, it's not worded like that typically, but that's what you're doing. It's essentially manipulation, mind games, mind fucking the other person, which why would you want to do that? If you want to be in a healthy relationship with a mature person and someone that knows what they want and wants to be with you, then be honest and open. There's no reason to play mind games and gain leverage and screw with them, right? Because don't get me wrong, all that stuff that I just said that's toxic and whatnot, it works if you want a fucked up relationship. Because psychologically that stuff is proven, that's why, you know... <laughs> that's why data shows that it works that's why people do it but is it the right thing to do in my opinion absolutely not if you want to be with a mature person and have a healthy relationship and you know to piggyback off of that i think it's important that you start communication early when you start talking to someone because if you can gain that trust quick i feel like you can build a really good relationship very quick whether again whether that be sexual or non-sexual and you know it does take time ultimately to Trust someone, build that transparency and full communication. It does take time, absolutely. And there's nothing wrong with that. But I feel like if you started off early and you just skip the mind games and the toxicity, then it's going to lead to a much healthier relationship between the two people. And that is just something that I'll stand by. Um, so it was at this point, I've already recorded this once, 
on my computer and it was at this point that it completely cut out. So hopefully I remembered everything that I stated before. I think I did. Um, but we're going to move on to personally, these are my thoughts because people ask me quite a bit, what is your biggest turnoff? I get asked that on lives. I get asked that on TikTok. I get asked that on Instagram. So I'm going to go ahead and answer that here. And I'll tell you guys, one of my biggest, absolute biggest turnoffs, um, both in a sexual relationship and non-sexual, more in a sexual relationship is what I'm going to refer to, is let's just say you're clicking with that person. You guys have fun together. It's amazing. You're very attracted to one another, but that person can't communicate properly. Huge turnoff for me because I'm someone that's just open. I say what's on my mind. I feel like I know what I want. And when the other person is messing with you, they don't know what they want. Things become confusing. I get in my head a lot, unfortunately. Like I know I'm a very, I appear very strong-willed and I seem like I have my shit together and I do, but I'm definitely someone that overthinks things. And I think it's just due to, you know, in the past, I've been around people in my family. I've been in a couple relationships where I was cheated on and I just kind of developed this almost trust issue. And so anything that starts to go wrong or I feel like the communication is off, I definitely start to question it. And I'll think, what did I do wrong? You know, why are they not communicating properly? Just anything you can think of. And it's not healthy and I'm working on it. I'm not perfect, believe me. Um, but for me, that's why it's so important to me that I do have communication because in the past, I don't feel like I've had it properly. And, you know, that's probably partly my fault. I didn't really set the ground rules. I didn't uh, stay strong on what I believed. And that's just not me anymore. So... If someone's not willing to do that, then I don't want to be with that person just flat out. And, you know, like I said, I feel like for some people, it really does just take time to learn how to communicate. And I understand that, but it's it's hard. It's really, really hard, especially when it's, you know, with someone you like, again, whether that be a friend or a sexual relation, when they can't do it and you feel like you already can, it's really hard to wait for that and, you know, build them up to the point where they can't communicate properly. But I also feel like, you know, if you really love someone and you care about them enough, you're willing to help. And I do believe in that. So there's both sides to it. But ultimately, it's just it's a little confusing as any relationship goes, you know, friendship, relationship, family, whatever it may be. But yeah, uh, simply put, that is my or at least one of my absolute biggest turnoffs is communication, honesty, transparency. And just to dive a little bit deeper, um, like I said, I see posts on TikTok all the time, mostly, or Instagram, or any really any social at this point, of mostly girls posting videos of, you know, when a guy asks you this, this is what you say. And most of the time in those videos, they're telling you to lie, or they're telling you to twist the truth, or they're telling you that that's none of the person's business. And to be completely honest with you, that's a crock of shit, in my opinion. And again, I'm sorry for the language. But it really gets under my skin that people are putting that information out and saying that that's how you should communicate and that's how you should treat a guy and vice versa. Maybe if guys are putting out info like that as well, how to treat a girl, because that's so unhealthy. Like if you again, I'll go back to what I said. If you want to be in a healthy relationship with someone, why lie to them? Because here's the thing. If you do, let's just say you do come out and say the truth and you're really insecure about it or you feel like it's something that might break that person, uh, that person's trust or whatnot. You're going to know right off the bat if that person's right for you. Because if you do come out and you say what you feel is honest, the person doesn't respect it, why would you want to be with that person? I know that's hard to hear. You might really like someone, 
but ultimately, you know, a relationship is built off communication and trust and love, and that stuff needs to be built up. And if you're constantly lying to someone, especially in the beginning, that's never going to happen. It's really not. So I just, that's why it gets so under my skin that people are putting this info out because it's just so negative and toxic and it's just going to attract bad relationships with negative and toxic people. And why do you want that? Like, I know most people, they just do not have time for that in their life. I know I don't. I know I don't want to. And I know I've dealt with them in the past. So, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have as well. So just try and move past that and focus on what is important. Um, so yeah, I think that for the most part covers my topic of communication, what it means, why it's a turnoff for me, and the difference between being open and having communication and playing mind games and screwing with people. So really what I want to conclude this with, um, this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, is for you, let's just say you're a girl or guy and you're in a relationship. We'll just use the relationship, um as an example for this. And you maybe question the way that you're communicating with someone and you're, and you know, like, you know, deep down that you're fucking with them, that you're not being honest. You're not being transparent. You're trying to gain leverage. I just want you to take a step back and go, okay, if I was in that person's shoes, how would that make me feel? Right. If I, if I texted them or let's just say they texted you, if they texted me, and we were going back and forth and I just stopped communicating. And then I text them three days later. Like, oh, hey, what's up? Like, how would that make you feel? Or if you were really rude through text or you were dry through text. Or in person, you're great. And then you can't communicate when you're not with each other. And you're trying to build that trust in that relationship and it just can't happen. How would that make you feel? Just put yourself in that other person's shoes and gain perspective. Because I think when you do that and you take a step back and you go, okay, is what I'm doing correct? Or is what I'm doing respectful? Is what I'm doing mature? And is it going to get me to where I want to go with this person? And if it's not, then make some corrections. And look, like I said, we are all human. Absolutely. I admit my faults constantly. I know I'm not perfect. I know this is my podcast, but I'm going to admit to you, I'll be the first person to tell you, my communication has not been great Um, from a young age. (laughs) I've gotten 10 times better than what I used to be. I always feel like person to person, I've been really great at communicating. But, you know, especially as I've gotten older, I'm not a very good texter. I'm not very good at responding. Sometimes I just forget things. But I feel like when I know what I want, I'm very good at communicating. And I'm very good at being open and transparent with people. And, you know, I'm working on the other stuff. Life is a process. I'm only 21. And I know a lot of you guys that listen to this are 21, maybe a little bit older. And some of you even younger. So just learn from what you've done in the past and apply it to the future. And just, you know, like I said, put yourself in other people's shoes, gain perspective, and I think it will really give you an understanding. And that goes far past communication. That goes with anything. If you can see things and have sympathy for people and empathy for others about their situation, I think that's how you really can relate to people and understand where they're coming from. Even though you might not be able to completely understand, it's going to get you as close as possible if you're able to emotionally connect with them and sympathize with what they're going through. So... Um, I know that, like I said, this is not easy, um, especially if it's with a relationship, but as with anything, how can you improve? Because no one's perfect. No one's got everything down exactly how it should be. And who knows exactly how it should be? You know, we're young creatures. Um, dating's always been very confusing for most people. 
and relationships have always been confusing for most people. Friendships, family, whatever it may be. So how can we improve? That's what this podcast is about. How can we improve and take incremental steps towards being better humans, being better communicators, being better at loving one another, being able to communicate, etc., etc. With that being said, I love every single one of you. I thank you guys so much for your support. Um, I do want to tell you guys that this video is sponsored by two of my sponsorships. And one of them is The Coldest Water that is linked in my TikTok bio. If you want to go ahead and click on that, I believe you get 10% off with my uh, code. And then I also am working with Minky Blankets. Um, it's actually a close friend of mine. They're doing a 33% off promotion as well as, I believe, 10% off with my discount code. Um, and, you know, don't feel obligated to do those things. Just know it does help me out. It helps this channel out. Um, and it helps us grow ultimately. But I do not expect you guys to go and do that if you don't want to. But with that being said, I appreciate you guys. I love you a ton. And I will see you guys on Saturday. Look forward to it. Bye.